Are you looking for a short, educational, and entertaining podcast your kids can listen to while you cook dinner, fold laundry, or just need a few minutes to yourself? Then check out Mysteries About True Histories by Starglow Media. It's so, so cute. I listened to a few episodes, and when it was over, I was like, dang, that was really fun. It's made by the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and the Netflix show, Brainchild. So these people know what they're doing. As a little background info, every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time, packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning really cool. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and more. So it's perfect for kids ages six and up. There's a new episode every Thursday, each filled with so much laughter that your kids won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This is where things got bad. I'm about to die butt naked in this hot tub. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Right, this, this is just coming, coming back. back. To you? And I pick it up and they're like, hey, is this Andrew East? And I was like, yes. Center they're for like, Disease Control. They're like, do you have a couple minutes to talk? I was like, yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. Andrew, I think, is more excited about this series. It's going to be a three-episode series we're about to do than any episode we've really done. And I'm not going to lie, so am I. We're going to go down memory lane a little bit. Andrew has compiled a long list of our most ridiculous couple stories. Yeah, our most memorable couple stories. And I'm excited about this for a couple different reasons. One, you know, we've been doing YouTube for eight years now, yep. which is a long time. But some of these stories happened before we were making videos about them. So and uncaptured. most of these stories aren't on YouTube because they're like... Little snippets that we didn't capture that actually just happened in real time. Right. That we can only tell in the audio way. Right. And then also, podcasts is just like, we didn't always have a podcast, but this is such a fun format to like capture. This is really just selfish for Sean and I to have these things solidified so that maybe our kids could listen to them. So I'm excited to like relive some of these too and just share them in all its glory without having to shove it into a YouTube video with all the clickbait and jump cuts and all the stuff. So. I'm most excited to see the his versus hers. Stories? Yeah, because I think we're going to have very different perspectives on these. Okay, where should we start? I know a good place to start. I want to start with my encounter with a bear. That's what you want to start with? Okay, no, you start. I, I, this is just a random list. Oh, I was going to go in, in order. You want to go in order? Trinidad and Tobago is pretty good. Okay, let's start in Trinidad and Tobago. Okay, guys. So let's go back to 2015. Yep. Andrew was jumping around the NFL. We were engaged. Yeah, we weren't even married then, which no. is wild. Yeah. And Andrew at this time is kind of, your contract was technically on the wire. You had been cut by someone and you were just kind of, Wandering around waiting for a call. Doing the free agent NFL player life. And in true Andrew fashion, by the way, there's a lot of laws against everything we're going to tell you. So <laughs> NFL, if you're listening, I apologize. Please don't sue us. Um, so his contract's on the wire. In true Andrew fashion, he's been having these side conversations with USA Rugby, as in like the Olympic national team, rugby. You know some of the players. You've been talking to them, befriending them. 
telling them that you want to be a rugby player all while you're in the NFL, which again, probably not legal. And in, out of nowhere, USA Rugby contacts you in this like three day time span and they're like, how about you come do a tryout during a USA Rugby match against, who'd you play against? It was a couple different teams. It was not a USA rugby team jersey that I was wearing. But no. It was like the but it was like feed, the it was one of the feeder teams. Yeah. Why don't you just come play? In Trinidad and Tobago. Technically Tobago. <laughs> Which <laughs> is middle of the Caribbean. Yes. And why don't you come do it tomorrow? Now, let me just give you the red tape here real quick. Um, Andrews, technically if your contract's on the wire, you're still like you're still contracted by the NFL. You went and played one of the most physical sports possible without your agent knowing. I think you technically lied to him. <laughs> I think you lied to the coaches that were calling. All these things. But yet, here we were. We were like, how do we get a plane ticket to turn it out in Tobago? Let's just hop on a plane. So we go down there and... <sighs> I'd never heard of Trinidad and Tobago, and I was excited to go to this exotic resort on this great adventure with my wife. We thought it was Turks and Caicos. <laughs> I was not optimistic about my NFL career. I'm still not, to be honest. Uh, it was not working out, so I was I was in this position where I was like, well, here I am, like pretty much in the NFL, almost. Surely I could play some other sport, because NFL is the most competitive league out there. Let me try out rugby, and I'll just do a quick Olympics with them, win a gold medal, and and then come back and play the NFL. That was literally my thought process. Ridiculous. Now, I've never really lacked for confidence in certain areas of my <laughs> life, and others, massive lack of confidence. But So we go down there, Trinidad and Tobago, with this team. I'd never met any of these people. By the way, getting to Trinidad and Tobago, you fly into Trinidad, which is basically like the main country. Then you have to, after you land in Trinidad... <laughs> So you can't, <laughs> you can't technically. Oh my gosh! Do you remember the plane ride, the puddle jump? I'm just, yes. I'm having flashbacks. You of, can't technically buy. <laughs> Stop! Yes, yes. Oh. You cannot technically book a trip from like Atlanta to Tobago. You can only book it as far as Trinidad, but Tobago is a separate island. We didn't really understand this. So you land in Trinidad and you're wandering out around a foreign country and you're like, I need to get to Tobago. And they're like, oh, you have to buy another plane ticket on this puddle jumper that goes from Trinidad to Tobago, which it's, yeah. So that in and of itself is its own story. We got on this plane and it's like late pushing out of the gate and everyone's kind of upset. And apparently there had been a strife between one of the passengers who was like trying to get someone who hadn't bought a ticket. Her mother. Her mother onto the plane by like, you know, pressuring this flight attendant. And so at one point they turn around in front of the plane and then say and they yell, who on this plane thinks they should let my mom on? And like, I think they were expecting everyone to like get behind them and say, yeah, let them on. And no one was like, no, let's freaking go. We're late. We're supposed to have pushed off 30 minutes. Anyway, that Any was funny. I'd never experienced anything like that. Anyways, we land in Tobago and we land in the middle of the night because we've been traveling all day. 
again, being so naive and dumb at our age, thinking it was like Turks and Caicos and there was going to be some Four Seasons resort. Couldn't get a taxi because it was like this like heckling situation. Someone tried to take our bags. Wow. Yeah. People were trying to hand us. We couldn't find where we were supposed to stay either. We couldn't find where we were supposed to stay. The communication with this team was not ideal. It was not polished like the NFL is. No. So we we start walking, which I don't think I would recommend in hindsight. We find our hotel, which is surrounded by barbed wire fence. Looks as if it might fall down in a second, the building itself. We go inside, still can't find anybody. Try to check into this hotel. Can't even do that. Our names aren't on the list. It's all these things. Anyways, fast forward. We get into our room. Yeah, there's, I mean, you have to boil the water. There's no first aid kit. Foreshadow. Anyway, wake up the next day and go out to the first practice. I was hyped because Sean had this sweet contract with Nike, and she gifted me some really nice, uh, like, soccer cleats because what you run in, Cleat-wise, in rugby is different than in football. So she got me these soccer cleats. Never worn them before. I go out to my first practice with these brand-new cleats on this Caribbean, like, clay soil. It's like 100-plus degrees. It was hot. It was hard soil. We go out there and practice for, like, two hours. And within the first 15 minutes, I had blisters on my feet from all these different factors, which was not great, right? We go back. I'm in extreme pain, and... Literally, my feet are falling apart. We have pictures of this with blisters, like skin just peeling off. If and you are watching on YouTube, <clears throat> this episode will post the pictures so you can see. So then we try to like start bandaging these these blisters. Okay, so here's the bigger issue. Andrew has no experience with like the blister situation, and everything. That was my career, so I was very used to like traveling and dealing with like rips on your hands, like that. That's part of gymnastics so you were very lucky that I at least like knew how to handle this but he had ripped off like the bottom of his feet it was so (laughs) so bad it hurt so bad and I was like okay I've seen the Chinese do it I've seen the Russian do it I know all these different techniques we go to the first desk or the front desk I was like first aid kit we at least need some alcohol at least nothing something because you would also, I don't know if you remember. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is, is just coming, coming back. back. To you? <laughs> you would also, <laughs> this like, is fun to relive. an idiot. I am sorry, but I have no other words now that I remember this. You had taken off your cleats and your socks and walked on the sandy beach and into the ocean. I, I thought that was going to sterilize it. I thought the salt water would help. Oh my gosh. But what it did was just get sand into this blister and bacteria into these massively open wounds that you're walking around on <laughs> okay so, so we go to the front desk i ask for a first aid kit i go to the rugby people ask for a first aid kit i go everywhere and ask for a first aid kit nowhere to be found we finally find this like drug convenience store in tobago that doesn't sell first aid kits those don't exist in tobago but they sold like I think they had band-aids and tea bags. And remember? tea bags, which is very which is this whole Russian thing. Okay. So we get back to the hotel room and I'm like, this is all we got. We're going to have to make do. So I get water, put it on the stove, which we happen to have a stove in our room. Because well, you had to boil the water to drink it. Yeah. And I started boiling a ton of water. After the water's scalding hot, 
This is a Russian technique. I don't know if there's any science behind this, so don't try this at home. You boil the tea bags in scalding hot water, and then you almost like cauterize the wound. Well, you just take the tea bag and you put it on the on the wound. Yeah, as hot as as hot as humanly possible. Yeah. So I had like rinsed it out with the boiling water, done all this. I had cut all the skin off with like some random something we found, maybe a butter knife. I don't even remember. And got you cleaned up. It took a long time. And I w- my feet at this point, were they weren't feeling better and better. They were feeling worse and worse because I'd done a lot of foolish stuff. Also, we weren't just asking for first aid kits. We were asking for like... Just hey, get us something to sterilize this with. We remember we almost we bought a bottle of, like vodka. We did buy a bottle of vodka. Uh, we were looking for some type of alcohol. We were looking for neosporin, anything, and it didn't exist. Yeah, we now travel with that. We so, now travel with our own first aid kit. We were down there a total of three days. First day was practice. Second and third day were games. I'll, I'll tell you what. You played with all these. I played with the wounds, and I was hurt. But the first time I touched the ball, I took that boy to the house. You feel me? I I I got a try in. I freaking got, got a tutty, in. as they say. That was the second game. I also had played rugby one season of my life. So and it, that was like five years before. So I forgot some of the rules and I did get some penalties. So all in all, my rugby show out was like, I would say pretty good. I need to add one more story. Go ahead. So as the games are happening, Andrew's like locked in on his own game. Whereas I am standing as a spectator and watching, there's like seven other games going on. Guys are getting annihilated. <laughs> there's some athletes out there. But like knocked unconscious, broken <laughs> legs, being carried off the field on stretchers made of tarp, being put in ambulances that really couldn't operate. There were no athletic trainers. There were like It was not like this like sanctioned event. So then some of the USA athletes are starting or like the athletes that you were competing with from the United States were coming to me and they're like, hey, do you know how to tape ankles? (laughs) And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And they're like, no, 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 I I need my ankles taped. So I became the athletic trainer and I was taping people's ankles. I was also making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on white Wonder Bread. Team mom. For everybody. I became team mom and team doc. But then you played two days. Mind you, we have no cell cell service at all. So during the entire day, all three days, we didn't have our cell phones with us. We left them in the room. The only time we got cell service is when we went back to the room and hooked up to Wi-Fi. So the very last day we're there, we go back to the hotel room. I think we might have even fallen asleep. It was late. It was, it was late. late. Um, and... Yeah, I think it was I think it was like 7 p.m. I get a text from my agent who says, "Hey, the Giants want you to do a tryout." And I was like, "Sweet. Cool. Like, well, this is about to wrap up here in Trinidad and Tobago." His agent also thinks he's in like Nashville. Nashville. Uh, we're about to wrap up here in Trinidad and Tobago. We'll go home, we'll take care of my feet thing, whatever's happening, and then I'll go. But he was like, "I said, "When do they want me there?" He said, "Tomorrow at 6 a.m." Bro, I'll never forget. I can't believe that worked. I don't know how it worked. So I don't know how it worked. We're in the middle of the Caribbean, and we have to be in New York City by the next morning. We're talking I, like 11 hours. I don't remember how what time it was, but it was dark out. Yes. And we were laying in bed. So we had a, we wrote a note to the team and said, hey, sorry we had to split early. They were doing like this big closeout party. Yeah. We, we missed. We go to the airport. We buy a ticket. 
fortunately, they had a flight available that got us in at like 2 a.m. To Miami. Oh, yeah. We just bought a ticket to Miami. Yes. And then we had to figure out how to get to New York. And then we had to figure out how to get to New York. But, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, that hurt. So we finally, we get to the Tobago airport. We catch a puddle jumper to Trinidad. We catch our flight from Trinidad to Miami. And then we have to figure it out there. Now, this is where things got bad. So Andrew's been playing for three days on these open wounds on his feet. We're talking the ocean water and the sand, all these different tea bag things, the lack of sterilization, sweat, and continuing to wear on it. And oh, I, geez. in Miami, I almost had to take you to a hospital. It it scared me to death because from Tobago to Trinidad, you are complaining that you're in pain, which understandably, you had open wounds on your feet. We get into Trinidad, we start getting on the plane in Miami, and your legs are starting to swell. Swell and get pretty red. Red. So like from his foot to his knee, it's like hot, swollen, red, throbbing. And I broke out in a fever. Yes. By the time we landed in Miami, you had the fever, you had cold sweats. I was like, oh my God, you have like a infection. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And we get to the Miami airport and I was like, the least I can do is find a freaking first aid kit with some alcohol and some like antibiotic cream or something. Wow. And so we found a first aid kit in the Miami airport. I tried to clean you up some more there. Contemplated taking you to the emergency room, but you were like, press ahead. We got to get to this Giants workout. The we New York Giants. Somehow catch a flight to New York City. Do I recommend this? No. Should we have gone to the emergency room? Yes. Good memes. Yes. We land early that morning, and we had a couple hours before I needed to be at the facility. You can't even walk. We made we got an Uber driver from the airport to the CVS before we went to the hotel, and Sean had been hustling trying to figure out like what's the best way to take care of the situation, both from an infection standpoint and so Andrew can like feel good about the tryout like he has to run around tomorrow disclaimer the best way to take care of the situation that we were dealing with was to go to the emergency room yeah okay but i just th- need to that was not an option know. so she gets all this stuff we go to the hotel <laughs> and like we spent how again it's like 2 a.m we maybe had three or four hours where sean was like disinfecting she was bandaging she was uh we took a salt bath i remember or i was in a bath i with know oatmeal i had been or- talking to like doctors from here in nashville but again within the nfl you can't call nfl affiliated doctors because it has to be documented all these things so i was like calling other doctors i'm like what do i do and whatever so i showed up to this workout and we had numbed this with spray i had taken a bunch of advil we did all the things that probably are not good in the long run i also remember right before you left the hotel you were practicing walking yeah because you didn't want them to know you were hurt it hurt so bad that i couldn't move around normally i couldn't walk much less run and with a tryout with the nfl the very first part of your tryout is a physical with their doctors so they. So he was trying to pass the physical, and I, I was like trying to hide it too. Anyway, I did a lot of things wrong. Is is <laughs> is what I'm, what I'm gathering here, uh, and maybe that's why my NFL career didn't work out. But I showed up to this workout. I, I like did a decent showing, but yeah. definitely like one of my qualities that they were looking for is my speed down the field, and I was definitely lacking. Yeah. I was like very tender on my feet. I'm up there with like Tom Coughlin, who's like this NFL Hall of Famer coach. 
and it was like it's a very stiff environment there's like 30 coaches yeah. and i'm just literally trying to walk normal <laughs> anyway spoiler alert i didn't make the giants <laughs> roster that that year and i ended up continuing my nfl career after that though because that sent me on yeah. several other tryouts because all the other teams saw that i tried out and i also didn't make the olympic rugby team so but up until today nobody in the nfl knew you were in tobago even my agent oh also the giants were trying to buy my plane ticket and they were like hey uh let's buy yeah. your ticket and i was like no we're gonna buy it because i didn't want them to <laughs> see that i was in tobago i didn't want them to book a ticket from trinidad and tobago to new york to see like what is this guy on vacation or something yeah so we had him reimburse yeah as well oh this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sean and I have been open about our journey with marriage counseling, and it's been really helpful for us. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small, and it's important to sort those out so they don't affect your relationships. I agree. And therapy is such a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. We've been meeting with a therapist individually and as a couple, and it's been a great way to sort through any stressors in the week and have better communication about how we're feeling, which is hard to do when you're busy with kids. BetterHelp is an incredible option if you're thinking of giving therapy a try. It's all online, so it's convenient and flexible with your schedule. It's also nice that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, so you make sure it's a good fit for you. We would highly recommend trying it out. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EastFam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EastFam. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt with like, the quality and the fit is near impossible. I told you guys that I found Skims while I was pregnant, and now postpartum, I found the best nursing bra known to mankind from Skims. Well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect t-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a t-shirt like it. I love also that Skims has a fit for everyone, from the long t-shirts to the cropped. They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about. It is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with bear. It's breathable and soft, and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in mineral, or the boyfriend t-shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t-shirts that they make. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. After you place your order, select podcast in the drop down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one. Okay. The next story is my showdown with a bear, face to face with a bear. Okay. So we might've mentioned that Sean and I love East Tennessee mm-hmm. so much so that we got an Airbnb out there, um, which we can link details to, but it's this house that's on top of a mountain, has this amazing panoramic view of like Great Smoky Mountain National Park, Pigeon Forge, Dollywood, all of it. And I go out there to check this place out for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm alone. He goes by himself, doesn't pack a single thing. He's just like quickly going up and back. Yeah. Just to like make sure that everything looks good. We're about to have tenants start. And hopefully a lot of you guys will actually go stay there because it's really cool. You'll know firsthand when you're there that like it is on the very, very tip top, isolated in the middle of nowhere, top of a mountain. It's amazing. We'll include video footage. So I go up there and there's no one else around. There's like, there's no society close. (laughs) There is a hot tub. Yep. And I decide, man, it would be such a great night to 
sit in the hot tub and to look at the stars just yeah. by myself. Like we just had a kid. It was big life changes happening. And I just wanted like a night to sit in God's glory. So I didn't pack a bathing suit. I'm butt naked in this hot tub, chilling, looking at the stars. Yeah. It's like it's like midnight. And <laughs> if you guys like click the link below and like look at pictures, if you were to look at it, since it's since the house is like suspended on the edge of a cliff almost, the hot tub is like suspended as well. So they're built up on these like stilts. Stilts. So it's like built up and the only thing around you is like drop off. Yeah. There's one entrance that's like a three foot wide gate. And <laughs> that's, the how you, that's how you walk onto this platform that's on stilts that's holding a hot tub. Yeah. So I'm sitting there just like thankful. I was like, wow, what a night. When all of a sudden I hear rustling behind me. Which you I, should not hear at this house because <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there's no people around. And, uh, and at first I thought it was just the wind blowing the leaves. So I <laughs> gave it a second and then I heard it very deliberately. It was something stepping on leaves. And my first thought was, this is a person up here yeah. who knows this is isolated yes. and I'm about to die. Yeah, I'm about to die butt naked in this hot tub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, think, literally I was thinking through my options. Like, all right, if they have a gun, here's my plan A. If, if it's just a fist fight, I'm ready to attack. I'm ready to like take this guy down naked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm ready to, ready to do whatever I need Just to do. Swinging. So I turn around slowly and again, adrenaline is pumping because I was like, this is going down and the the leaves were like 10 yards away. Yeah. Turn around and I see something cr crawling and I was like, Again, it's like pitch blackout because it's in the middle yeah. of the forest. So I still thought it was a person until it's it clicked that, oh my gosh, that's a bear. Which, I don't know, is that better or worse? Would you prefer a, a person or a bear? I think I would prefer a person. It's a little, and so then I'm thinking, okay, here's a bear 10 yards away from me. Yeah. Literally. Crawl, like walking towards me. And I'm trying to remember this freaking saying of like, brown bear, get down, black bear, <laughs> yeah. whatever the thing is. And it's not, because it's such a panic situation, yeah. it's not coming to me. I'm pulling so, it up so we all know. Keep are you going. pulling up the saying? So- I'm in this hot tub, butt naked, and I was like, well, honestly, these are the thoughts going through my head. Honestly, if I die butt naked in a hot tub by a bear attack, that's a decent way to go. And I, I like shrink down so my head's just above the water. You know, a hot tub is like, whatever, five feet wide. What's the saying? Okay, it's everybody memorize, say this 10 times, okay? <laughs> just because you're going to encounter a bear someday. If it is brown, lay down. If it is black, fight back. Okay. If it is white, good night. Good night. It means polar bears are the most deadly. Polar so, bears you ain't got. No shot. So I, I kind of dip down so my chin's just above the water, and I, I'm watching this bear. You poop I, your pants in the hot tub? No. I was like on it. I was like the most focused I've ever been in my life, trying to evaluate the different options that I have. So I have one exit, like Sean was talking about. Yeah. It's like a three-foot-wide gate. The bear was crawling towards that. There was a chance for me to climb up on this on this railing and jump to the house, which would have been a pretty athletic like it's five like, yard jump. Yeah, that w the bear probably couldn't have got me, or I could drop off the back of the cliff. <laughs> which I was like, I was like, but but then I was like, okay, does a bear? How does a bear do on a steep side? Like, could he crawl down and get me? So there was it's not a big drop off. Not a lot of good options. Or fourth option was I fight the bear, which I was also ready to do. I was like, I'm gonna boop him right in the nose, freaking just boop him. But if he one swipe of that claw, I'm donezo. And he was big. We have I took a video, the story to follow. So I get down, the bear crawl keeps crawling towards me. 
keeps crawling towards me. <laughs> he puts his head over the far side of this hot tub. So I'm in the water on the far side. He puts his head over the other side. We're like five feet apart <laughs> making eye contact. It's like a showdown. And we're just staring at each other. And I'm trying to feel out the situation. Like, okay, I don't want to make any sudden movements. I don't want to get swiped by Paul. I take a deep breath. And like I'm like, splash him. I start just to feel out how he's going to move. I start moving left to right, moving left to right. And he kind of froze up when I did that. And then I start moving left to right a little bit more, start like making bigger movements. And he paused and then he would back up. And then I started putting my hands up and I started making noise. And so I got the fact that he was a little skittish. So he backed up about five yards and like put his claws up on this tree so much so that I had, I had room to exit off of the, the, the platform could you imagine so no, think no. about being like just playing chase you know that feeling this bear was as close as i am to you no that's what i'm saying like the amount of like butt clenching oh feeling. yeah as i'm making that <laughs> yeah. oh bro so i, I sprint in this house close the door lock the door i call sean i'm i'm literally trembling sharing this story i've never had that much adrenaline in my life i was like so on edge i have never in my life heard you sound oh, like that I like <laughs> and it was it started out as this like funny laughing conversation on my part because i was like babe what's good because you were you were so adrenaline high in shock that you sounded giddy at first and then as you're talking it started sinking in i was like oh my god he's scared for his life right now yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i started talking to you like okay Babe, snap out of it. Did you shut the doors? Yeah. Did you lock the doors? Well, I went out there, took a video of the bear, which we have, thank goodness. Um, and then we closed all the doors. She's like helping me think through the situation. I still have to spend the night there. Like it's now 1 a.m. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just so glad that I'm behind closed doors away from the bear. And Sean generously shares this information. She was like, the next oh, morning. Yeah. No, no, no. She's like, oh, yeah. This morning, um, I was watching this Today Show segment where they shared a story about a bear broke into a locked door. They like yeah. they like undid the lock of a door and broke into this house. This is as I'm about to go to bed. So I lay there literally the whole night. I've never been that scared. I never have trouble sleeping. I was terrified that the bear was going to <laughs> freaking break in and, and eat me alive. Well, I will say at this house, there are like safety measures. <laughs> That we now understand are for bears. Like when we first went and checked this place out, they have like gates everywhere that have like double locks on them and then the doors and there's like a door within a door within a door. Like it's, it's truly like bear proof. But because it was Andrew's first time visiting, we weren't, we didn't understand that. And so as he's going to bed, I was telling him about the story that I saw on the news and I was like, you need to make sure all of those doors and gates are shut. And he's like, I can't go back out there. You know, what if he's downstairs? So poor guy didn't sleep at all. Wild. Should we tell the E. coli story? How do you feel about that? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Last story for part one. Okay, okay. okay. We, have so, we have a whole list. Each one of these is a story, and we've shared two now. Are we married yet? No, we're still engaged. 2015. We okay. just gotten engaged. So we had just gotten engaged. It was the summer. We fly. We're on like this heater of like flying place to place to place to place we fly to state college pennsylvania where i 
coach at like this gymnastics camp called Woodward. We spend a couple days there on the very last day. We go to this meal and we, Andrew eats like this completely raw steak. It's as raw as it gets. So yeah, we're in the middle of like Amish country. There's international people there. One of them orders like a raw steak, which is natural. She ordered it rare. Natural to their culture. Yeah. They bring this steak out. And this is not like a restaurant. It's like a, it's like somebody's house you're eating at. And that they had a cow in the backyard they just slaughtered. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> so I ate my steak that I ordered medium well or whatever back in the day. And this lady didn't finish her steak that was bleeding on the plate. Who we're friends with. And she was like, Andrew, will you finish this? And I was like, not wanting to be rude. So I accepted it. And you were I also ate, in the middle the, of the NFL and you were like, yeah. I ate the steak. Wait, we haven't talked about this too. I actually think I was part of the Chipotle E. coli breakout. You remember? That would be different. That would be... So around this time, too, I was trying to pack on weight, and I was eating Chipotle like so twice a day. We don't know where... Forecasting. We don't know where the E. coli came from. Yeah. We Either have suspicions, raw steak, the raw steak, or, or Chipotle. Ch- yeah. Okay. Anyways, fast forward. From Woodward, from State College, Pennsylvania, we've <laughs> been... We go to... L.A. L.A. We bounce around. We bounce around from city to city for... Oh. Indy, L.A., Des Moines. I know. Because that's Des Moines. I know. <laughs> oh, no. So we go to like two, <laughs> three, four cities where we end up in Des Moines. Des Moines is our last stop before Andrew goes back to the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. And I go back to Nashville. Now, we get to Des Moines and Andrew is just like not himself. He's complaining about all these stomach problems He's complaining that he literally cannot eat without having to run to the bathroom. I mean, we were in L.A. doing the ESPYs red carpet. Like, that was our first big kind of event we did. I would even drink water, put anything in my stomach. I would have to sit on the toilet for like a half hour. My stomach was wrecked. Wrecked. And it was wrecked for a while. We had been on the road for a couple weeks. Yeah. So we get to Des Moines. He's complaining about all this. And I was like, okay, let's make an appointment with my family. Oh, my God. I wanted to kill you. Oh, man. Let's make an appointment with my family doctor that I've, like, grown up going to. Get you in. Get some, like, blood work. Like, whatever. Now, the conversations Andrew and I are having are clearly, like, something is wrong. Right? So he cannot eat without, like, pooping his pants (laughs) minutes afterwards. Yeah, it was not good. That was his symptoms. Has this been his whole life? No. <laughs> I'm so dumb. No, it has not. Uh, That's an important thing to remember. This has not been his whole life. This has been like a recent occurrence for the past couple of weeks. So I get him into our family practitioner. I go in there with him. And it's like you and I in the office. I'm sitting in the corner being a good fiance, not saying anything. Like this is his, let him do his thing, whatever. The doctor... Literally walks in and says, tell me what's going on. And he goes, Doc, I think I'm gluten intolerant. I need you to test me for um, gluten, basically, like a gluten intolerance or celiac. And I'm sitting in the corner. My eyes almost pop out of my head. And I was like, what? (laughs) But then, again, we aren't married at the time. We hadn't, like, figured out this dynamic completely. It was trendy back then to be celiac. It was trendy, huh? <laughs> just and I just like I just notice immediately with this doctor, he writes him off. He's like, "Must not be bad. 
Mm. Andrew's like, oh, I kind of get like this upset stomach when I eat like bread. And I'm lit, guys, I am literally sitting there like, this guy's I'm idiot. sorry, <laughs> what is happening right now? And the, doc the doctor wraps this whole conversation up in five minutes. He's like, we'll get a stool sample. You're good to go. Which, by the way, if you've ever done a stool sample, you know it's one of the least pleasant experiences in life. So a pee sample is like fine. It's a little uncomfortable. Stool a stool sample is horrible. You have to poo into like a bucket. You got to dish it out. Like, like, you know those little uh, ice cream scoops they give you at the the ice cream parlor that's like a sampler you have to like scoop it out with that i think it was that day that i learned you are ridiculous and then you have to put it in this thing like a, a, a smaller little container and it was doing i'm literally that. like we walk out of that doctor's room to the lab where he has to do this and i am i'm shook i'm like either he is way blowing this out of proportion the past couple weeks where he think he's been telling me like literally poop is just flowing out of his body or he's got a tiny little stomach ache and he thinks he's gluten intolerant and needs to change his diet and i was like who is this man okay now you're not saying who is this guy you're i was like, just like, like i was appalled you're dumb okay so, so fast forward it, the doc says we'll get back to you in like 10 days i'm going to kansas city i think it was like the next day the next morning for my first nfl training camp right and i go in there i was like the favorite to make the team and so we go out to practice every every day before practice we're doing hot tub every day after practice we're doing community ice baths like they had this big pool set up that, like 50 guys could get into this ice bath with after um you're in a locker room like laundry sh sharing laundry and <clears throat> anyway i get a call about three days in no longer it was like a week okay from an unknown number and I pick it up, and they're like, hey, is this Andrew East? And I was like, yes, this is Andrew East. Who is this? They said, this is the uh, CDC? It was the CDC. Like Department of Health, something like that. <laughs> Center they're for like, Disease Control. They're like, do you have a couple minutes to talk? I was like, yeah. What is this, like a, one of those spam surveys or something like that? Anyway, they're like, no, you've been diagnosed with E. coli, and we need to know every city you've been to and every person you've interacted with, every restaurant you ate at, Guys, etc. So guys, I was we were like, on a heater a tra of traveling. Yes. So I'm like, okay, well, we went to we went to uh, State College. We went to Los Angeles, Des Moines, Indiana. They're like, did, could you have traveled by coastal anymore and spread this to any more people? And then we go through this whole thing. I share all this information. And they're like, okay, well, here's the thing: um, you may or may not be contagious now. E. coli like spreads pretty good. If there's one takeaway, just don't be with many people publicly where you could be swapping stuff and don't get in any communal bodies of water. Yeah. And I'm just reflecting on these ice baths. With the entire NFL team. Of the Kansas City Chiefs who have now won like a couple Super Bowls. And hot tubs. Spoiler alert, didn't make that team either. <laughs> but fortunately, there was no other E. coli outbreaks on that on that team so big win for them also spoiler his stool sample came back and he is not gluten intolerant guys just e coli so unpleasant experience um gosh i i never had a chance i never really gave nfl my my full focus did i never <laughs> i was scared though because i was feeling bad but like the f i was very much in this mindset of like i have to make the team and i don't want to like be sick 
for my first couple of days of practice, right? Yeah. Yes. You get that. But... Like, oh, hey, here's this rookie, and he missed the first week of practice because he had a stomach bug. That could have been a reality for sure. I think it's a little bit more than a stomach well, no, bug. Well, no, no, but, but you don't know that in the moment. I didn't I get know. the call until like, the, it, in retrospect, it's like, oh, yeah, he had E. coli, obviously, he said. <sighs> but anyway, it's not a good situation, regardless. This was fun. This was fun. They only go up from here, guys. <laughs> we they only get more outrageous. We just can't capture everything into a YouTube video. I'm really glad we didn't capture that into a YouTube video, babe. Yeah, me too. Anyway, we're excited to share more of these. Excited to hear what you guys think. Um, make fun of me as much as you want. I'm here for it. Just, you know, do it in good in good spirits. But we've been through a lot, babe. We have. I think we're going to need more than three episodes for this. We might. Uh, we got we to gotta curate some of these stories because some of these are just for you and I. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but we have a whole list. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for making it this far. If you haven't yet and you're listening to this portion of the show, please give this episode a thumbs up. Subscribe to the show wherever you're listening. And we'll see you next time. I'm Andrew. I'm Sean. We're the East Fam. Out. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there. We don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today. All right. If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, Will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners, and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode, and again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way, you'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.